I am in Haj Gina and you're listening to Voices of the City, a project of Broad Street Radio. I think um, when you start anything, you don't think as far as I like this, <laughs> you know, it makes me feel good. And then there will come a point where it will make decisions for you. And that's when you realize that um, I thought I chose this, but not, it actually chose me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when you you start to understand that you are now serving a calling and it requires one, two and three. You are listening to Voices of the City, hosted by Minhaj Gina and produced by Volume. The six-part series will explore race, history and resistance through hip-hop culture in Cape Town from the late 1980s until today. In this episode, we are in Kuguletu with Mabi, Redondo and Tla from the crew known as Trimanska. In the early 2000s, hip-hop established itself as a meaningful movement. It gave people pushed to the margins of South Africa a platform to disrupt narrow narratives about their communities. At the same time, a distinctive genre called Kwaito emerged from the streets of Soweto and its deep bass lines and melodic verses could be heard across Johannesburg, vocalizing the experience of black township living. In Guguletu, Cape Town, four ambitious storytellers, Dla, El Nino, Redondo and Mabi, were determined to share the lived experiences of their community. They emerged from community art movements in Gugs and borrowed from the movements of Kwaito and hip-hop. They revolutionized the culture by pioneering the Spaza movement. Through Spaza, no one could ignore the lived experiences, struggles and defiance of the people they represented. They called themselves Trimanska. Mabi, Redondo and Tla, welcome to Voices of the City. I know like right, right about now we are, uh, you know, we are in Kukuletu, in the busted train pipes of Kukuletu, uh, NY22, number 32 to be specific. The establishment is called uh, Lumkila's Book Joint. It's basically a, a house, you know, a normal residential house that has got a garage turned into a somewhat of a resource center. But we we refer to it as a hub, you know, because it's a hub of knowledge where artists of all kinds, whether you are graphic designer, performing artist, or fine arts, whatever, people come here to, to plug and recharge, you know. Mm. It's by coincidence that there's books, you know, because like knowledge is, you know, is in books, you know. So um, this is a place where us as Germans Cup, we have identified it as our as our home. This is our sacred space. If you if you don't find Germans Cup in studio or roaming in the streets, you will find us here. The moment we step a foot inside that door, we just like zone. We just like we just zone out and 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 become submerged into the space because this space has got an energy of its own. You can't get here and leave this place not feeling recharged and energized. And Rudon, uh, you, you guys didn't grow up far from here. 
No, we know. We, we, we stay very close. For instance, okay. like uh, we all work to come here. Mabi uh, stays at NY7. I said NY12, like from Mabi's house to to my house, it's um, about two minutes. Man. It's a two yeah. minute walk. Yeah, this is all community. Yeah, we walk to here any day of the time, any time of the day when you feel like you want to come. It's not just even a matter of the crew, sometimes even individually you can just come and pop in by Pralu, visit him, you know, share some knowledge because um, the owner of the space is also a very um, wise and, uh, and informed, yeah, mm-hmm. and an informed guy, very informed. Uh, so we share those energies, you know, yeah. So yeah, and also, good. I mean, there's something about energies, right? Like, is one thing you cannot fake. Energy is energy, you cannot fake it. You can fake a lot of things, but not energy. So our energy is always aligned with with Praloon, you know, he's he's our hotman that we go to for advice sometimes about things because, I mean, he's he's older than us, you know, so his experience about this life thing is just, yeah, it's a lot. Mabi, tell us about the energy of Kukuletu. Oh, that question is deep. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, it is. Uh, the energy of gooks. Dang. I mean, there's a lot of good and bad that, mm. that happens here. You know, um, but there's one thing. Gooks has a cool energy about it, you know, and it's always been like that for the longest time. Mm. Um, there's like this like, there's vibe about gooks. And I, and even other gassies like gooks, you know, other townships. They turn to more customer thinking with the with the coolers, and and I don't know why that comes from, but it's just that. And also like the, there's a lot that happened here, man, from back in the days. You know, um, I think um, the first hood, black hood, to host hip hop multiracial events was Gooks. Is that the, the Zula bar? No, 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 mm. not not the Zula bar. Yeah. No, Zula bar is. Uh, Zula Bar is before, there was a lounge before Zula. Okay. Zula Bar was a lounge before, mm-hmm. right? So, the, but it was around that time, Zula time. So we would host uh, this other dude that we, we used to be close with, uh, his name is Madolo. Uh, he had sound, right? And then we would connect the sound at the sports complex. It's not far from here, it's like literally a minute away from here. We would plug the sound, they connected, and then everyone from all over Cape Town would come and gather here in Cooks. Yeah, outside of obviously the negative stuff. I mean, we're in the hood, so negative shit happens in the hood, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, like they know to, to like the energy of Cooks. You know, like Cooks has got. Um, if I'm ready, if I'm ready, uh, have to take it to back, back, back in the days. We have. We still have the spirits of the Kokoletu Seven. Yeah, that too. You know, which were the fallen heroes of the the time of you know the apartheid regime. You know, so like Kokoletu has has got that cloud also hanging over it. You know, that cloud of tragic things that has happened in the dirty streets of Kokoletu. You know. And um, people still mourn those things, you know. Yeah. We are that generation that is trying to kind of like uh, bring that light, you know. That you know the place is not cast, you know. It's a, it's a it's a beautiful space to be in, and it it can be what you make out of it to be. We we as Germans have like to persona to make Kukulete a person. We refer to Kukulete as a person. Like Kukulete is my brother. 
you know we don't yes it's a place where we stay but we refer to it as our brother we take so much we are patriotic about it so kukuletu is first before anything else even even musical you know the the, the songs or music or art that we we make kukuletu also as a influence you know because sometimes we sit down and like hey i know the bad things that are happening but if we were not if it happened that we were not from goods you know maybe you couldn't been have that inspired you know because it's things that we grew up seeing in kukuletu good and bad you know sometimes we hear us going like you know someone some gangster gangster tunes and it's not that like we're condoning the the violence and stuff mm. it's just the things that are happening and we have to talk about them you know if you really really think long and hard about it how many people in Gox get the opportunity to find themselves overseas. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so when you when you get there, you should be proud of how far you really came. Like, I mean, I have my foot on the streets of Sweden and I was born on the dusty streets of Gox. Mm-hmm. So it's something to be really proud of. So when you say you're from Gox, you're saying it with pride knowing that not a lot of people will get this opportunity and the fact that i got it i'm going to be proud about it and there's a song one of our biggest tunes that made us blow up it's entitled pume cooks which loosely yeah. translates to we are from kukuletu yo dio tap my headphones out this is another street banger from the street representer ジェイクアイディングイズワンオブザソングザトレイリーメイドヤーザトレイリーメイドヤーザトレイリーメイドヤーザトレイリーメイドヤーザトレイリーメイドヤーザトレイリーメイドヤーザトレイリーメイド
we are very resistant and we are very resilient as well. You know, we we did this knowing that it will require a lot of resilience and we we kept it like that and we never changed. When I'm saying we never change, I don't mean like we are against change, positive change or growth. No, that's not what I mean. I'm just talking about how we carry ourselves and how we continue moving forward, you know. I think if I, if I grew up like soft in a very like soft kind of like neighborhood, I think I would have quit a long time ago. We've had so many up and downs, you know, so I think uh, our upbringing has a lot to do with that. Hmm. Let's talk about these three young, ambitious storytellers that, sure. that met at Fezeka sure. Secondary School. Did they ever imagine that they would become the voice of the streets of Kubuletu? I think a couple of years later, after like the, the, the forming of the coup, we knew that we have been called and this is what we are called for. And since then, we just didn't stop. You know, we, we delivered according to what we are called for. And also there is a say that uh, says uh, many are called and few are chosen. You know? yeah. Sometimes also on this on this road, we started with like many, many, many good artists, like a lot of good artists. Yeah. But when we find out today, they let it go, you know. Maybe it's patience, maybe, you know, um, this art thing takes a lot of time and like, you know, it's uh, when it comes to to money, it's it's it's, it's paid hard, you know. Some some people they just retreated and we're still here. As Mapi said, we have a lot of ups and downs. If we could open up and tell you our stories, we said no, man, I would have quitted this long time. But we're still here, you know. We're still marching. We're still on this road, and we we strongly believe that it would it would happen. Another thing that also um, keep us on going is it's the the impact that we make to people, you know. We got people today who are graduates, you know, who tell us, writing us like messages on, on socials, you know, Yo, you know, guys, you know what, Krotmans, I grew up listening to your music, you know, I was in Basit at that time, you know, I was going through a lot of stuff, things were hard for me, you know, I was thinking of quitting this thing and dropping out, but when I listened to your song, I would make it, when I listened to Better Tomorrow, that like kept me going, that really inspired me, today I'm a waterman, civil engineering, today I'm this, I'm this, you know. And uh, those things, they, they, they really uplift us and they, they, keep us, they keep us going, you know. Because, I mean, sometimes the impact, it's, it, it's priceless, you know. And these messages that Redon was talking about, it's not like it's messages that we would receive. Once in a blue moon, yeah. Yeah. once in <laughs> consistent, bruh. Like the most recent one was I received it yesterday. This guy yeah. sent me a text and he says, on his way to work, he's playing better tomorrow, and on his way back from work, he's playing Kamako. Oh, 
Only wait for like a vision and hoping for a better tomorrow that he makes it. Because that song is uh, an, an encouraging song. Mm. You know? and on his way back, like Tamak says, giving thanks for the day and giving thanks for the job he has, giving them for whatever. I don't know how, what it means to him, but he was just like trying to express to me that, yo, bro, like keep going. And it must always, like, the reason it's important to be, to be sober minded as for those reasons. Like it's for for you to be able to decode messages, because sometimes those will miss you. You know, those will miss you. Um, when I'm when I'm saying being sober minded, it's not a a jab to anyone who does drugs or whatsoever. Some people get these things drunk or high or whatever. What I'm saying is that you need to keep your mind healthy, fed, and focused. You don't. Kugulet is also the birthplace of a genre of music no one had ever heard before. Spaza rap. What is Spaza rap? Hey, that, and, and, and like, um, that, that's arguable, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to kiss the champs again. That's very arguable. Uh, but you would hear a guy from EC, he would tell you maybe from Port Elizabeth, no, we are the ones who started this and this and so forth. But um, as we had a conversation earlier, you know, sometimes the part, the word pioneer might not refer to the one who began something, but it might refer to the one who took it to the next level, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, in, in, in Kukuletu, there was unique in Three Months Cup that like, um, and that was, when was it? Three Months Cup was formed 2001 and unique, uh, I think it was just before us. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a guy called Sketch Ulamile. Where was Ulamile from? Kailisha. Was, uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, but it's, 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 yeah, yeah, and also there is Retex from as well, you know. Who yeah, Retex started mm-hmm. before. Yeah, started before us, you know. And then before us, there were other guys, but they were not calling it Spaza. They were Ringans and other stuff, you know. There was Def Macho as well, the like, older guys, like mm-hmm. from the, the generation of, of your POCs, you know. POCs, you know. The, the, one of their members, um, really lead member stays at, at we stay we stay in the same street with Tamons that was called if much they were also rapping in Spaza but it was not called Spaza at that time. But the Spaza came yes with the with the generation of Spaza three months ago. Black Chief Flow but they called it Ringans, Ringans you know we yeah. out uh, DAT as a member which is also on is also doing it today. Uh, but three months ago and unique um yes those are the crews that they took Spaza, you know. Eventually we were yeah we were welcomed and uh, we represented mm-hmm. ever since and like I would I would I would take that proudly that we are the pioneers of the Spaza, you know, as well as much as they were other artists before us and so forth. Mm-hmm. And saying that you're a pioneer does not necessarily mean that everybody else is not. You must <laughs> yeah. also remember that. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. It does not take anything away from anyone else who's claiming to be anything else. Like we can all be pioneers and coexist. You know, you, you refer to, to Spaza as a movement and movements always have purpose. Yeah. What is the purpose of, of Spaza? Um, I think I think Spaza was mainly to just take it home, you know, and, and give um, South African hip hop identity, mm. you know, um, because if you listen to Spaza, actually our Spaza, the only difference there is is, is the language because it is hip-hop straight up you know it is hip-hop but 
there's just that thing that makes you wanna instead of picking up that CD, maybe like whoever raps in English and then you want that because there's something different about that because there's something South African about it. You know, not saying there's anything wrong with anyone with someone who raps in English, you know, because I do. <laughs> you know, and I love both. And I love the fact that I can do both because not everyone can. You know? So yeah, I think it was it was that. It made it accessible to local to, to just local people, like just an average person who's not even into hip hop. You know, that's what I sort of mean sort of mean by taking it home. We converted a lot of non hip hop listeners yeah. to like other like sounds, you know? True. So I think we did that very well and um we made it cool that's another mm. thing we made it cool to rap in in isakosa and and mix it with a bit of this and this and that we made it cool even today now like in south africa they demand now like vernac in your you know in your music mm. otherwise you know and i think incorporating uh, our languages in making songs uh that did the trick and um we won a lot of people over and another nice part about it here in south africa is that we have more than 11 official languages now so we can like throw in a lot of those into you know and it all started with starting with one language and and mastering that and then as it, pro it progressed to now doing it in Sitswana, Xhosa and whatever in all you know and have a song with all those languages which is like the coolest thing ever you know it's it's rich because you're not going to find it anywhere else and I think just to add on to that, you know, um, language is just one aspect of it, you know, it has to have substance, you know, so the songs that we had, we're not just putting Xhosa words that sound similar or rhyme together just for the sake of, you know, getting to the fourth bar. Because Xhosa is not an easy language, you know, and not just... And also being technical. You know, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think the technical side of it was what, like, got them blown away. You know, because um, you can rhyme, yeah. you know, using the last word. No, 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 the last word, the last word. But we, we chose to be technical about it because also like the kind of hip hop that influenced us was like rappers were very technical. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy because we were never inspired by Corsa rappers. <laughs> you know, uh, we drew our inspiration from, from American hip hop, but we did it in Corsa. And even some Corsa people, Corsa speaking people, they would tell us, you guys will make Corsa sound cool. Yeah, that's yeah. in their heart. <laughs> yeah, it's like you make, yeah, there are many Corsa rappers, but when it comes to us, I'm not blowing our own on, but it's just that we get it, what we're getting from people. Guys, you, you're really doing this, you make it sound cool, you know. I want to explore more about the origins of Faza. It seems like Faza is not just lyrics. It's also a culture. It's a form of expression for people living on the streets or cooks, for yes. example. And it started late 90s, early 2000s. At a time, it seems like um, hip-hop in Cape Town in particular was blowing up, especially on the Cape Flats. Also at a time when, when Kwaito was, was blowing up in Soweto and in, in, in parts of Joburg. Do you think that the popularization of these two genres influenced the emergence of Spaza? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you look at your your Zola, mm. if you remember Zola Seven, you could tell that he had a hip hop influence, but he was doing quite. He didn't even want to say that he's hip hop. Yeah. You know, it was straight up quite. But you could tell that this guy 
has a hip hop influence. And also that hip hop brought a lot of lyricism in Guaito. That's when your your TKZ came to play. You can also tell that TKZ yeah. is also influenced by hip hop, but the people who didn't know anything about hip hop couldn't pick that up. But as a hip hop person, you can tell because, for example, Zwei, who is the producer of uh, mm. TKZ, sampled a lot from hip hop beats. Mm. He was smart about it because no one, like the the general public, didn't know that, right? So he could still make a hit of a hit, like. There's an existing heat, and then we could spin that and make a South African heat of it. You know, so yeah, I think it is those two emerging. That yeah. they, that's what birthed vernacular raps mm. because yeah. there's not too much repetition. Yeah. Because quite yeah. is known for having like repetition, repetition. Yeah. But when they came into the scene, they brought like lyricism. You know, they started like rapping on quite beats. Mm. I think mm. I think what pro brought to the scene. Is is what we were doing, but we didn't have the opportunity. He got the opportunity to do it first. I mean, yeah. to, to 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 put it out there first because everything that we were doing in Corsa Pro was doing it in Zulu and also mixing it in English. That he had that advantage as well. He could, he could just flip, and he did it both well. Like the beat selection, the flow, the punchline, the flair. Yeah. You know, because it was also cool about it. Everything. When he brought that into the scene, it was new for everyone, and no one could stop that fire. You know. Let's speak a bit more about or Cape Town, the birthplace of hip hop in this country. Yes. It started in community art movements, especially in the Cape Flats, and then popularized by cats like Prophet of the City, Godessa, Black Noise, and others, and then sort of died out for a while. These artists in the late eighties, early nineties had politically charged lyrics, spoke truth to power, also spoke about their lived experience, living where they used to live in Cape Town. Three Months Cup came many years later and seemed to have revived yeah, that that's culture yeah, of yeah. hip hop. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, 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 we do. Yeah. We do like, our first big song was a political song. Gonna shy away from yeah. that reality. Yeah. Our first big song that that made made it big via Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the internet was not as as popular as now. I mean, it was that was back in two thousand and four when that track got big. It's titled Itro Indo. Like all clubs off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it po- is as political as it gets. Um. So Basically, it's like um, it is what it is. Um, we are being misled. We are being misled by the uh, poli- political leaders and also who kills Steve Lee, you know. And it, it's not based on only on it. It goes to apartheid regime, and it also goes to to current. the current <laughs> government you know ahead uh, of the state which is and it was the song was was composed in 2003 you know yeah. after the elections you know so it poses questions to both sides you know so we not buying faces and these are the, are the truth that we are saying there and everyone i think um that's the song like people made people to to to, to draw attention on us you know we were young at the time mm. we cannot even tell what really inspired us even if you listen to the verses that song it's 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 even relevant today so you ask your question is uh, do we still feel the same way you know 
like Redondo just said, we're young at that time. Mm, like yeah, we're yeah. like we're young. <laughs> we don't even know like what inspired. What okay, maybe we might know what inspired, but we don't know what got over us. Yeah, you, know? Yeah. Mm. you know, you yeah. know. So yeah, we felt how we felt, but now till this day we feel how we feel now. Even like in uh, on the album called Nyongo, um, there's a thread there called um, anti xenophobia. I mean, it goes back to uh, the, the context. You will remember in 2008, 2009, there was that xenophobic out, out, attacks happening, you know. So we are the kind of like artists that we are commentators of what happens in the society because we pride ourselves as community development practitioners, but we use music as a vehicle to, to channel what needs to be conveyed. So if we have to speak about politics and to address an issue, we are not going to be fav- like we don't have favor. We are just like we're gonna be blunt. If we have to be blunt, we are not gonna cut corners. We we are we are not subscribed to no political affiliations, and we don't by face. We are for the people, by the people, and with the people. Do you think that oh, was three months cup in any way influenced by the likes of prophets, of Prasafandi Cup, Kodesa? And other Cape Town yeah, artists. Yeah, definitely. You know, the yeah. struggle was the was one. The struggle <laughs> was the same. The same. I mean, uh, Cape Town hip hop is a conscious. It, it's very conscious. Yeah, that's just mm. the nature of it. Mm. It's just straight up revolution, you know. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, revolution will never be televised. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's the tricky part about it. And we can't help ourselves, as I said. Like we don't when we have to, you know, to tackle the matter, we just go straight. We don't have yeah. to, especially musical, you know, artistically, we we don't have to go around and you know we just say this is a is a b is b you know yeah, and also, and, but we don't shy away from being creative because we are creative you know exactly. um we don't box our content you know as much as people know us for you know attacking <laughs> social ills yeah. but we do have fun with the pen i mean because we can we just cannot make that the only focus but do you think that when people talk about the history of hip-hop in cape town hip-hop cast from Ikasi uh, are overlooked? To an extent. It depends which era that person is speaking about, you know what I mean? Because like there's there's different uh, generations. But, and... I, but, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. I think it's just not enough that if you want to come to Cape Town and, 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 and conduct interviews, yeah. it will probably be the only hip-hop group that you're going to yeah. yeah. interview. It happens a lot, yeah. you know? Um, there's a lot of us, bro. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of us. Yeah. And there's people before us. We were inspired by other people that never get a chance to sit down and have these, yeah. you know, and have these talks. So that's why I say, like, to an extent, I think to an extent they are overlooked. And I think something should be done about it because uh, Cape Town hip-hop history goes way deep. 
you know? and they played the part you know and they played the part they played a, they played the part it's just that uh, most of people who played the part are not active anymore yeah. For you to interview someone, you need to look for them and find them. But yeah. another thing, when I would be like, you must also remember, you know, in all these talks and all these conversations about the history of hip hop, it's not only the artists that uh, like played the the part in making Cape Town hip hop, Cape Town hip hop. You know, yeah. there's DJs, there's producers, there's people who were hip hop activists. You know, who were from the townships also, yeah. but. It's just unfortunate that they did not have a mic on their hand mm. for them to be heard, seen, and be uh, uh, recognized by the massive for them to know about. There's people like, there's photographers, you know, Tando Toto, you know, bloggers back then. They were not even like Facebook and Twitter back then. There were, there were other uh, modes like your Africa's Gateway, you know, which was the thing back then so all those individuals were kind of like the stakeholders that made like the label owners even your damien stefans your deep planet so those are the kind of like stakeholders that you 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 love to also incorporate and bring them to the table and have that conversation with Mapi spoke about the lounge, Zulaba, the park jams that you you say brought people from all over cape town Um, together, force force people to cross these spatial, yeah. created spatial boundaries. It seems that doesn't exist anymore, and now there are stronger divisions. We don't know why do you think that's the case. By the time the years go by, and there was only when there was, was only noise was it um two thousand and yeah uh, two thousand two thousand yeah from twenty ten then um remember the this form of art we are doing also you know people grow and like there there should be ways of putting bread on the table. I think that should be one of the reasons, you know. Some people also maybe they might have lost patience or they might have lost hope, you know. And but the, the segregation has been because, like, you know, if there was an event in Kukuliet with Mapisa, you would see like white folks, you would see um, colors from different areas. You would all be paired here at um, Kukuliet's sport complex. Even if there is an event in town, you know, Zula, you know, your lounge, your your orchard bank, even in 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 Obs, your all nations, you know. But I'm chair, but even ourselves, we, we hardly go to town, you know, in mm. these days. Like, we didn't have life in the hood back then, you know. If it's Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're uptown strictly, you know, even if we don't perform, you know. So I don't know what, I think at times, I, 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 I'm not sure. No, I think I've never had time, I'm, I'm sorry, Menage, I've never had time to think this question through. I'm just thinking about mm. it as Redondo is yeah. like, Going back in the days, you see, hip hop was kind of like a sister of reggae. Yeah. Hip hop and reggae were kind of like married, you know. In a hip hop uh, gig, you would find the reggae movement. Yeah. Like they were kind of like the yeah. so that that unity, you know, was kind of like uh, given birth to by the 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 union of these two genres, reggae and hip hop. You know, but the hip hop of today, the new age hip hop, I don't see it being married to another genre that can kind of like walk the walk the talk with it. It's influenced by the uh, by the cyberspace, the internet. It's more like the buzz, the hype, the you know everything is more 
like internet but back then there was not that much internet involvement everything was like like real like tangible and like physical there's there were cities if you go to a show you had a backpack and you you've got cities in your backpack you sell your cities mm. now i go to a show yo um are you selling anything yeah no i'll give you a soundcloud link or i'll give you an itunes or what not you know so i think the secretary you know internet and cyberspace has made the world small but it has created a division yeah. in some of in some way or the other of the, the that human connection so i think that played a role internet played a role in that sense you know as compared to like, like back in the days i don't know that's just my own observation now when i come to think of it basically the the change of time the change yeah. time yeah. you know because because we had we had the revolution and now we have evolution it's, it's evolution bro. and nothing is wrong mm. in revolution either in evolution you know it's just now we now we have evolved and we just need to adapt basically you know? so don't know, let, let's bring it all together yeah, yeah, yeah. going to ask each of you this question sure. who is three months cup to you redondo Dreamers Cup, Dreamers Cup is a movement, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a treatment crew that grew to be a movement, a movement whereby it's not just the, the tree of us anymore, it's about the people, as Mopi said, like we are the voice of the people, by the people, for the people, we like the government, you know, we're not the government, but we're similar to that, and that's what we are doing. Um, yeah, even in the community, we're not just doing music as well. Mm. We go to detention centers, you know. We we spread the, the, the to convey the message of gospel through music, uh, through workshops, through sport, through sports and other activities as well. We go to orphan age homes. We go to um, so we are just like a movement, not just like a three MCs, you know. Yeah, we, we three must cap is the movement. is the empire we on our way to to build this empire you know and we almost there yeah yeah what is dreamers cup to that dreamers cup to that is medicine medicine that heals the soul mm. medicine that heals the mind and medicine that heals the nation you know and we use music as a vehicle to heal that's what dreamers cup is to me mapi Dreamers Cup is the pioneers of Spaza. Oh man. Dreamers Cup is me, Dreamers Cup is you, you know, because without you there is no me. Yeah, so yeah, that's Dreamers Cup. Exodus movement of cha people. <laughs> Last question, my beast spoke a lot about this already. What is the state of hip hop in Cape Town right now? It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yo, I love it. There is new kids on the yeah. block every day. Give us names who, who are the oh, new the kids. The likes of your uh, Bravo who is making it big in the in in the scene right now. Uh Nora uh you know pin code who is uh, one of my favorites or the alpha that the sisters in the game of the, 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 the names like uh, actually like you know um you know back then it, it used to be just the guys but mm. now what is nice about it is girls like your k 
K-Kid, you know, Dikowala, Holy Alpha, you know, Enigma. Like, it's nice. It's, it's, it's really nice. It's colorful. It's colorful, yeah. It's the, that's the best, that's the best like, uh, description that you can ever get. And I, I like the... I like the unity of these kids. Like they, yeah. they doing something we failed to do it. Yeah. You know, we should have come together a long time, but instead of that, we were fighting and yeah, I'm from Gooks. I'm gonna represent Gooks, <laughs> you know? And we were all Cape Town artists, you know? So I think with these kids now, they just come together and they're just doing things. And I'm loving that, man. And, 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 and I love the fact that they, they're not waiting for nobody. I think our generation was, we we thought someone was going to come and save us. These kids, they don't have that mentality. You know, they go get it. And that, that's, 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 that, that's the mentality I fucks with, you know. Um, and they're doing big things, you know. And, and yeah, shout out Youngster also, because Youngster is like leading the Cape Town movement, you know. There's no doubt about that. Doing big things. Representation. You must, you must ask Youngster knew how he was going to represent Cape Town and mm. representing them. You're representing Cape Town the best way he knows how, yeah. you know, and he doesn't sugarcoat it. And again, you just need to find a way to package your honesty. And Youngster did that very well. It worked and it's still working and it's still going to work because his, his lane is his lane. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's happening in Cape Town now, um, I'm giving it, I think in the next two years max Cape Town is going to be the go-to spot you know like they're going to do uh, I, I see now they're going to do Cotton Fest in Cape Town for the first time I'm telling you there's going to be you know there's also another there's Back to the City Back to the City been trying to come been yeah. trying to come to Cape Town like also because been like yo cats who can I speak to you for one you know because they can see that the wave now <laughs> the wave is here. Cape Town is going to be the to go to place. It's almost there. Yeah. It's almost yeah. there. It's almost there. Because the movement is strong enough. Yeah, it's long overdue, man. I yeah. mean, like, you know, we've got the Table Mountain. <laughs> we've got the Parliament. It's here. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. it only makes sense. So let's bring the mother city back. Redondo, you, you, you said that Dreamman's Cup is building an empire. Yeah. What's next for Dreamman's Cup? Ooh. Music, content, uh, visuals, projects. Um, we also, I mean, we're not looking into sign any artists because we're not ready for that, but we've been getting a lot of uh, of those, you know, artists that they want to be under um, our wing. You know, the only thing that we can do, as we always do, we can just mentor them, we can appoint them to the right direction. Because at the end of the day, we want to keep the legacy going on. Because at some, at some time, we'll have to to, to, to put the, the light, the torch down. You know? But mm -hmm. you cannot just put the torch down. You have to give it to someone. You know? So that's why we are trying to to connect a lot. And we're working a lot with these young kids as well. You know? Yeah, expect mm -hmm. a lot of collaborations yeah. with the young kids. Yeah, it's a lot. That's why, especially when it comes to music, musical content, like just, just be ready. I know kids that are popping now. That are not even that are not years. even two, like yeah. twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Kids that yeah. are like making that mm. they're not even twenty years. So mm. we started rapping before they were even yeah. born. Most most of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think I think God always has a plan for for his people, man. Like because you can you can put us next to the kids or in the very same space. You can you, you won't say that those are not kids, you know. We will fit in. 
God will keep you looking a certain way for a reason. That's again, that's why I, 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 I'm, I'm going to go back to you must always keep a sober mind yeah. so that you, you understand things different, mm. you know. So with that said, it's been 20 years and there's still a long way to go because I can feel it's, it's only now that I feel like I'm still getting started, mm. you know. So, yeah, expect a lot, man. Expect a lot. A lot, lot of surprises as well. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been Voices of the City and I'm your host, Minhaj Gina. This episode is produced by Amina, Deka, Asma and Volume. Join us next week for another episode where another voice of the city will continue to take us on the journey of exploring race, history and resistance through hip-hop in Cape Town.